Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hey, hi, everybody. Hello. Thank you. Welcome, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. All right. We are back. We take a little bit of a break, but we're so glad to be back with each other. Mindy, drop some knowledge. Tell us what movie we're going to be talking about today. Derek, I'm very excited to I let know you, you know. are. <laughs> to let everyone know we are going to be telling you all of our thoughts on the 1993 classic amazing awesome movie called hocus pocus oh hocus pocus yep i knew eventually this movie (laughs) i knew eventually this movie would finally end up on derek and mindy's family movies i just didn't think it would be so soon but i'm not i'm not mad about it Yes, I obviously love this movie, and the new one is coming out soon, which I am also very excited about. So we thought, what a better time to tell you our thoughts on the original before the sequel comes out. Fair enough. So this is probably a silly question, but what did you know about the film going into it? I knew all of the things, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one thing I learned this week that I was not aware of before that I will get into later when we hit my notebook. (laughs) Um, for me, I think the first time I saw this movie was with you. I, I know, I know, I know for a fact I never saw it when I was younger. So, yeah, this is another one of your um, influences on me. But uh, and I think this is actually the second time I think I've seen it. Actually, it was the other night where we watched it. That's crazy. I was I was thinking the other day, like how many times do I think I've seen Hocus Pocus? And it came out in 1993. I've seen it at least once a year, every year mm-hmm. since then, without yeah. fail. So, I mean, I've seen it at least 30 times, I would imagine. Yeah. There you go. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Because <laughs> I I usually watch it around Halloween time, but sometimes I watch it in the middle of the year just because. I know we've seen it at least twice as of this week because I bought you the 4K um, last year. Uh, it came out in 4K Ultra High Definition. The beautiful steelbook. That's a, I'm both being thought about that forever. So but maybe I this know- is the third time you've seen it because yeah. we the 4K. I've already seen it on the 4K with you last year, so this was at least your third third right. viewing. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, I was I was totally on board with that, and then of course you know I'm gonna have to wait until your second screening of Hocus Pocus two to uh, talk about. <laughs> yes, it. 
That's correct. <laughs> I told Derek, he, I'm having some girls over to watch Hocus Pocus 2 the day it comes out. And I already told Derek he is disinvited from the initial showing. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Because I want to enjoy the film for the first time with others who will equally enjoy and treasure it and not make snarky comments throughout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So. I normally the one that gives the basic plot, but I feel like I'm going to just completely shit the bed doing this. So I'm going to let Mindy give us a basic plot. Go ahead, Mindy. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Derek. So for those of you that haven't seen this, first of all, you should because it's amazing. And also, this is the story of three sisters who are witches who get sent, who get uh, hanged back in the 1600s for being witches. And this is the story of the teenage boy who accidentally brings them back from the dead and their reign of terror on Salem. Mm. That is a pretty good prop. They good. I'd watch that movie. You did watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just go ahead and just get right into the good stuff. Mindy, break out the notebook. <laughs> Already, you don't have anything else you want to say. <laughs> Okay, well, I didn't actually need to take notes because, like I said, I've seen this movie a million times, but I just wrote down, like, as they were happening, some of my favorite parts. So when Max, who is the teenager who accidentally brings them back, he is a virgin and he has to light this candle and it just, everything lined up. It was Halloween night. It was a full moon. Virgin lit this candle, brings them back. So they're from 1693 and now it's 1993. And so to escape from them, initially he tricks them by lighting like a Zippo lighter in his hand where they can't see. And they were like, oh, behold, he makes fire from his hands, you know? And he makes the fire sprinklers go off and he calls it the burning rain of death. And he's like, do you know what the burning rain of death is? And they're like, burning rain of death, burning rain of death? No, anyone, burning rain of death? No. So I just, I always love that part. Cause they're like, what? they scream and they go run under the cover and they escape and then obviously pretty soon after that they figured out it's just water but but i think that's always a, a fun scene and then after the escape they witches try to follow after them well a fire truck comes racing down the street and they're like oh my god what is this and they were like look they're witch hunters behold <laughs> they wear black robes and or carry axes to chop the wood to burn us you know so i always think that's a good fun scene and so then as they're you know going throughout salem the kids steal the spell book which they need to make the spell so they can suck the lives of the children of salem and so they are trying to find this spell book but mary one of the sisters one of the other sisters is saying you know i think this is going to be a very stressful evening so might I recommend a calming circle? And I say this line all the time. If you know, if I'm upset and somebody's trying to tell me to calm down, I'm like, I am calm. You know, that's what Winifred says. So it's like, sister, thou art not being honest with thyself. <laughs> um, which I always like that part. You were chuckling the most of that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so then the kids go into town and they find what they think is a cop on this motorcycle, and they're like, Officer, you have to help us. You know, I'm you know, I lit the black thing candle and now the witches are back and you got to help us. And he's like, he, so he just totally goes with it and, you know, is messing with the kids. And he's like, get out of here. You know, I bust my butt here to protect this community. And they run off. And then this lady comes out of the liquor store and he's like, what's going on, Eddie? And he's like, oh, just messing with some kids. They thought it was a real cop. <laughs> so I was like that part. Nothing can be uh, taken for granted on Halloween. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If they would have looked a little closer, you could see the badges on his jacket were probably yeah. not real police badges, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, when they figure out, when the witches figure out that Halloween is not like it used to be back in the 1600s, it's just a night where kids dress up and get candy and run amok. That's come on, you know you want to say it. Amok, amok, amok. There you go. So, yeah, that's obviously a fun line. Uh, one thing, so this is the thing that I learned this week. So there's been a lot of stories in my Facebook feed anyway, that we're talking about this particular line in the song that Winifred sings at the big town hall party. When she starts the song off, she says, what I thought she always said was, hello, Salem. My name is Winifred. What's yours? But what the internet and that, that Midler would have you believe this week is that she's actually been saying hello sailors my name's winifred what's yours which blew my mind so but that makes no sense it doesn't doesn't to me but that is uh what several articles and bet midler has said this week so interesting exactly. all right well all right sure sure go with that i guess yeah. i'm still gonna say salem i did last night when i was singing it <laughs> So then the kids lure them to the school to try to trick them into this kiln to get rid of them, which they think they did. So when they flash to the outside of the school, after the kids think they have defeated the witches and killed them, you see a fountain in the background. And Derek, what is that fountain also from? It's from the, it's the Friends fountain. It's the same fountain used in Friends, which, which is means, also another. Yeah, awesome which means it was shot on the, it was shot on the lot and they basically just, you know. I've seen that fountain in a million different things, so it's not like it's uh, exclusively to friends. No, I know, but I think it's most known for. Oh, uh, oh, absolutely. No, I agree. Friends, yeah, so. yeah. Um, and then, so in the end, of course, the children prevail and they send the witches back to hell or death or wherever they went. They explode into a burst of glitter dust, and one of the things that I wrote down as like a lesson learned. Winifred, so maybe she will remember this in the sequel, is that they could have lived on. They could have made it if she wasn't so stubborn. So lesson learned, don't be so stubborn, because they had one vial after Max kicked over their batch mm -hmm. of potion. They had one vial left, enough for one kid. They had two kids hanging in crates and yeah. in cages in their ceiling. They could have easily gotten one of those kids and been alive, but no. no. She wanted to go after this one particular kid that called her ugly, which also one of the boys also called her ugly because they were mm -hmm. like, oh, why is it always the ugly chicks that stay out late? So I'm <laughs> like, man, first of all, that doesn't make sense. And secondly, too stubborn. So yeah. hopefully she'll learn a lesson. I guess I'm rooting for the witches in Hocus Pocus too because I I'm said not, hopefully she'll figure that out. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it, but you, you definitely are on one person's side more. There's no <laughs> question about it. So, yeah. So that's all I had in my notebook. But, uh, yeah. So there you go. Fair enough. Um, Anything else you want to add? Yeah. Two observations I made. One, uh, it's amazing to see Gary and Penny Marshall in a movie together. Anytime they can do anything on screen is magic. And then playing uh, the Master Devil and the, um, what, what was she, Medusa, I think? 
Well, they were yeah. they were just plain husband and wife, but yes, Gary Marshall yeah. was dressed up as Satan, and yeah. the wife wasn't dressed up as anything. She just had weird curlers in her hair, but the right. the witches were like, oh my God, it's Medusa. Right. She has snakes in her hair. <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was brilliant. The second thing, and this is the other part, and this is just purely, I don't think, it was just fun writing, and I'm not supposed to read too much into it. When they're driving down the street, fleeing the witches and bet midler comes right up to the window says let me see your driver's license I'm like how the hell would they know what the hell to call that thing right right yeah right? <laughs> yeah pull over let me see your license i'm like let me see your driver's license you don't even know what the <laughs> hell that is so exactly anyway. exactly uh one other fun fact that i just while we were getting ready for this to start did you know who was originally offered the role of max dennison I did not either. It is Leonardo DiCaprio. Of course it is. But he turned it down to appear in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he probably made the right call there because I don't know what this other kid was in anything after that. <laughs> you know, it's, this is completely off topic. I will say this. Leonardo DiCaprio, prior, post-Titanic, his career was amazing. Prior to Titanic, he dodged a lot of bullets in terms of being cast in things. And one of them is probably the most outstanding of all of them. Do you know that he was in the final three to play Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars? We normally talk about the music in these movies, but this one in particular has kind of a fun performance by Bette Midler. Want to tell us about that? Yes. I. It's a song I've had in my head all the live long week because I've been reading those stories about how she opens that song and Salem Sailors conversation and then of course we watched it last night but i put a spell on you obviously their big musical number and then the song that sarah sings to lure the children to the house like mm -hmm. come little children i'm not sure what the name of the song is maybe it's just come little children but <laughs> i have been reading all kinds of good information about hocus pocus 2 and i have it from reliable sources that there are two musical numbers in that movie as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. to look forward to I've never been a big Bette Midler fan, but I have to admit, seeing her in this movie. What? No, I'm being serious. Um, Underneath my wings. <laughs> I I have I have found a new appreciation <laughs> for her in this movie. I I've I completely forgot really that this was like her calling card in terms of acting. That and the and what was it the other one? The Rose. Beaches. Beaches was it. So yeah, and then of course you got uh, the the lady who was the nun in Sister Act. I brought that up last night. Kathy Najmi. Yeah, there you go. I'm not sure and, how to say your name. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to make the joke, so just go Appreciate ahead and say that. And Sarah then Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. So, which, by the way, she's very cleavagey for a Disney film. Just want to put that out there. You just now noticed that? <laughs> well, I didn't want to say it during the movie last night. I wanted to take it out of the moment. But, yeah, for a Disney film, like, there's a lot of cleavage there. Yeah, especially, like, when she's on the broom flying around trying to get all the children to come to the house. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. She's a well, she's a siren. That's you know, yes. the siren's call, you know. So, right. all right, anyway, do you have anything else? I'm putting my phone. Do you have anything else? Okay, all right. With that being said, uh, as much as I would love to continue this discussion of Hocus Pocus, let's get right into our awesome rating scale. All right, Mindy, you ready? What is one star? Bloody awful. Two stars. Bloody uninspired. Three stars. Bloody average. Four stars. Bloody brilliant. And five stars. Bloody marvelous. That's right. All right. 
I'm going to go ahead and go first because I know what you're going to say anyway. So this is going to <laughs> this is going to be the only part of the show. It's going to be a surprise. So again, like I said, I've seen it. I think I think we did, we've settled on it. This is probably my third time seeing it. Um, it's fun. It's just clean fun. Has some of the jokes age well? No, not really. But I will say this: um, it, it was it was quite fun to watch it with Mindy. I think that's the whole point of this movie. You've got to watch it with people of like minded who are enjoying because it's a cult classic this right. is true so to give it to my final score i will give it drum roll please <laughs> i give it a four i give it bloody brilliant Woohoo! mindy gee i wonder <laughs> just go ahead and say what your score you don't even need the, the context <laughs> don't even need the context obviously i love this movie i've watched it a thousand times i'm having a watch party for the new one very excited. Obviously, Hocus Pocus gets a five star. A bloody marvelous. Bloody marvelous. Do you think that the build up to Hocus Pocus two is going to be like that Wonder Woman movie, and it's just going to completely be the latest letdown of your life? I really hope not, Derek. I'm still very optimistic. Not even cautiously optimistic. I'm very optimistic that this will be an excellent film. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay well everybody thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today we love making these little ones uh they're just a whole lot of fun for me and mindy to connect so uh as i always say you keep listening to them we'll keep making them until next time we'll, we'll see, see you at, at the movies, movies planet, planet earth. earth this has been a recording of the Derek duvall show and we thank you for listening please go to our website DerekDuvallShow.com to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duvall Show.